Uh, welcome back to HR Works Podcast, 5-Minute Fridays. I am your host, Jim Davis, and the editor of the HR Daily Advisor. In this shorter segment, we showcase portions of the interviews that don't necessarily make it into longer episodes or other content, but that we still wanted to share with you anyway. Today, I'm happy to share a few minutes of my recent interview with Carol McKinley, Chief People Officer at User Testing. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider checking in next Thursday, May 27th, for our Paces of HR column, where I'll share the rest of our conversation. And thank you so much, Carol, for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, to begin with, what would you consider your HR superpower to be? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I am highly connected, very networked person. Uh, I, I enjoy meeting people and getting to know people. So makes recruiting a lot easier when you can identify people pretty quickly um, that, that fit a role. So, yeah. That's, a, that's an important skill. I think that I might have that skill too after having conducted hundreds of interviews. I would, I would guess, yes. <laughs> um, how do you see the role evolving, uh, the role of HR that is evolving over the next few years? Well, I've seen it evolve a lot. So I started in HR a long time ago. So I've seen it go through, you know, automation and, uh, you know, from, from manually doing a lot of things into, uh, into the world we live in now. But where I think this is going to head um, is both directions, both standardizing and customizing HR. I see uh, pay packages standardizing, I, you know, almost standard pricing to make sure that we're being fair to people. But I see the experience that an employee gets is customizing. So we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that we're dealing with the individual and not just a, a cookie cutter. So you'll be required to move in two directions at the same time. Exactly. Well, hopefully standardizing makes things easier, <laughs> but that'll, that gives us the free time to actually deal with the human and, and, uh, and be more empathetic to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's something that you, uh, and this doesn't have to be work related necessarily. Um, what's something you just don't care for, but everyone else seems to really like? Oh gosh. Um, marzipan. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Um, no, I, uh, gosh, I like everything. I'm, I'm interested in so many things. There's not, there's very little there. I, I don't have any other good answer for that one. I well, then I'll have to ask you, first of all, marzipan would be great if it wasn't for all the almond extract they've been there. I realize it's almond paste. Yeah. And I think when it's got just the almond paste, it's fine. But companies feel like it's required to put extra almond extract in there. And it's too, mm -hmm. it's too much. Too um, much, yeah. It's just too sweet. So. I need like one piece. Um, and then it's like, all right, all right. Um, I don't see that around very much these days, but I know it's out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me flip the question then. What's something that you really do like, but no one else seems to? Mm, I like change, uh, a lot of change, actually. I, uh, like I said, I get interested in a lot of different things. And so I, I do see most people, you know, they're, they're, uh, stable in their homes. I like to move. They're stable in their jobs. I like to do new things. They're stable in, you know, what they want to eat during the day. I, I move around. So yeah, change is my, uh, my one thing that is, it's actually top of my list. It makes life interesting. That does make life interesting. Um, and that must make employment interesting. You know, do you say that in your job interviews or? <laughs> I do actually sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that and, you know it goes back into our conversation today. You know, I'm not your typical HR person. I've, I've, this is about my fourth career, um, oh. I, I, and so I've, I've, I've proven to be quite good at it. But it was an un unintended consequence of job change. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely look forward to uh, diving into that a little bit in the next section. So I really only have 
one more question for this part, which is, um, where do you go to think? Where do I go to think? Um, the beach, actually. I believe uh, I've spent 15 years living in Santa Cruz and I still go over there quite a bit. And I love to just sit at the beach and look out to see and think big thoughts. So that's uh, it's perfect for that. There's a certain timelessness that exists when you're by the water. Exactly. Um, I live, it's not an ocean, but I live by the Long Island Sound. And oh, nice. uh, there's a beautiful little beach within walking distance that we go to as often as we can, which is not as often as I'd like it to be. But yeah, there's a certain something there, a certain serenity, neutrally. I'll, I'll share a brief story because I was just talking about this with my wife the other day. We talk about it all the time. When we first felt comfortable going back to the beach after the pandemic started, you know, fortunately there weren't that many people around. We could stay away from everybody. Uh, we brought our daughter down there. She had been dying to go. And up on this pier, which is part like one edge of the beach is a pier, was uh, someone from, I don't know where, but she couldn't have been from around here, conducting like a wellness class at the top of her lungs with a, a iPad. And she was facing everybody so that she could have the view for her audience behind her. So she was just like shouting at us about <laughs> all this wellness stuff. You could be your best version of you today. And I think about that, about that a lot. I don't know why, it just, you know, you go down there. So you, you know what, it's because the beach is usually peaceful. Peaceful, yeah. Every in a while, <laughs> there's someone trying to capitalize on it. It's, um, yeah, it's funny, it actually it's almost a forced serenity because people don't want to stand out at the beach, right? They just, wow. they go into themselves. That, that, that would really stand out, I would think. It was a little frustrating. Everyone's just staring at her, like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please consider checking in next Thursday, May 27th for our Faces of HR column, where I'll share the rest of our conversation. Finally, you can always follow us on Twitter at HRWorks Podcast, and we are also now available on Spotify and Audible. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jim Davis with HRWorks.